come. Walk down the winding path. Don't mind the spooks and monsters. They stay hidden within the trees. There are mysteries in this world that you need to know, and paranormal truths that need to be told. Come, step up into the caravan while we share tales of old, as well as new accounts about things you thought only existed in your nightmares. Nothing is more terrifying than actual monster reports and testimonies in this world in which we live. The following story is taken from Linda Gottfried's book, Monsters Among Us, the story titled, Beasts of Bomb. There are certain cases in which rumor and legend are supported with modern testimony. One site that makes legends of hidden tunnels under a defunct military installation with reports of cryptids, luminous phenomena, and UFOs is the Richard Bong State Recreation Area in southeastern Wisconsin. The United States Air Force originally intended it to serve as an airborne missile defense base for Milwaukee and Chicago in the 1950s and built an immense steam and drainage tunnel system beneath the facility. Then only three days before the concrete was scheduled to be poured for the 12,500 foot runway, the federal government suddenly abandoned the whole shebang, stating aviation technology had rendered the base obsolete. From the get-go, some local residents had trouble accepting that explanation. In March of 2015, Linda met with Southern Wisconsin County Sheriff's Deputy, who told her that among other officers he knew, rumor had it that the true reason for the base's abandonment was that once the tunnels had been dug, something too scary to live with moved into them. This deputy ignored the tales as urban legend until the day he saw something on the former base property that he now believes may have been one of those things. I never believed in any of this stuff, he said. I had to see it to believe it. He did ask to remain anonymous for obvious reasons related to his profession, so we'll call him Kevin. I met with Kevin and another deputy, Joey, at a coffee shop in Burlington, Wisconsin on a bright day in March of 2015. Joey both confirmed that they had participated in many of the incidences Kevin described. The two officers were referred to me by Mary Sutherland, a Burlington-based researcher and author who gives guided tours of what she believes to be the site of a haunted forest and interdimensional vortex only about 10 miles from the Bong Preserve. The two officers had compiled an impressive list of strange events and encounters over their years of patrolling different areas of southern Wisconsin. And they said they were searching for explanations for many disconcerting things that they had seen. 
they had joined one of Sutherland's tour groups hoping to find other people who might have had similar experiences. Sutherland, who with her husband Brad, operated the alien-saturated sci-fi cafe and Earth Mysteries Museum in Burlington for many years, said that she was alerted to the unusual nature of certain areas in the vicinity, and in 2004, by a sense of spiritual guidance that came to her as she worked in her office. She felt its energy drawing her to a wooded park area just outside of town, to a parking lot at Honey Lake Road and Spring Prairie Road. There was an overgrown path leading into the woods, and she followed it, taking pictures. None of the photos she took that day looked normal, she said. Everything was spinning vortexes, like the trees were melting, she said. Not everyone gets that result in their photos of the woods, but I've heard from a surprising number who do. Mary felt both surprised and curious about her experience and contacted a physicist to look for explanations. She had continued searching for some answers for the phenomena ever since. She believes that there is at least one portal in the woods that is used by UFOs and another that may be used by Bigfoot or Dogmen, both of which have been sighted by other people in that area. It's definitely real, she said. Everything happens there. Kevin especially has a good reason to confirm Mary's belief that unknown things make their home in this little nature preserve in the area around the Bong Recreation Area. I will start with Kevin's sighting in the summer of 2012, which occurred at about 6 p.m. on a clear bright day. There was still plenty of light left as Kevin turned his squad car into a parking lot off Highway J on the western side of the Bong Recreation Area. He was looking for a quiet spot in which to take a short break. Small groups of woods dot the area and the 14,500 plus acres of the park are composed mostly of marsh and restored prairie accessible by campsites and trails. He had driven about a quarter mile into the park when suddenly, movement at the edge of the wood line caught his eye. Something that looked more animal than human was sprinting across the parking lot, and that something was running on two hind legs. He continued to drive slowly after it. He watched it run. It definitely had a dog-shaped head, said Kevin. The head looked too big for its body, which was scrawny except for the chest. It was about six feet tall. Its front arms were real thin, and the back legs were longer than the torso, but they looked too scrawny to carry its weight. The fur was dark and black and short. It had pointed ears on the top of its head and a long muzzle. The creature continued onto another set of trees and disappeared from view. When it didn't return after about five minutes, Kevin stopped to take a look in the area where it had been running and found three prints in the soft dirt. They were about the size of his size 9 boot. The three prints all appeared to be left foot, with the right rear paw evidently having landed on a harder surface. He drew a sketch for me. It had three toe pads and an inner one bent or skewed at almost a 45 degree angle. The print included what was probably an impression made by the creature's hock, which is the heel area on the human foot 
which normally wouldn't touch the ground, but many do so when a canine is running in soft dirt. He didn't have his cell phone with him to use to take a photo and had left his camera elsewhere, so he returned the next day to snap some pictures. The canine prints had vanished to his great dismay, as completely as if they had been wiped away on purpose. It's tempting to think that the running wolfman might have been a denizen of those secret bong tunnels Kevin had previously dismissed as rumor, especially given our earlier look at the Los Angeles tunnel creatures encounter. There really is no provable connection, however, other than the creature's proximity to the park. But we do know of one group of bipedal creatures that use the tunnels. As late as the early 1970s, the subterranean passageways were still serving the area teenagers as a convenient party spot. I know at least one person who visited them regularly for that purpose. The tunnels were spooky, and of course ill-maintained in their state of abandonment. But I haven't found any indication that the party crowd believed weird beasts lived in them. The tunnels were closed by 1974, when the federal government gave the land back to Wisconsin and began its transformation to the above-ground recreational usage. But it's possible hidden entrances still exist that an elusive creature might find, and that such a creature might consider these tunnels more useful now than when they were filled with young party-goers. Sightings of upright wolf-like creatures in southern Wisconsin, however, are not unique to the immediate area of the Bong Recreation Area. And this was not Kevin's first glimpse of one, nor would it be his last. Kevin's first sighting occurred four years before the Bong sighting, in late March of 2008. He and Joey were off duty one overcast but bright day that month, scouting good places to hunt turkeys near the northern edge of another popular Wisconsin recreational area, the Kettle Moraine State Forest Southern Unit. The spot they chose to investigate for a likely gobbler population is about 30 miles northwest of the Bong Recreation Area. We were sitting on a hill overlooking the area that had opened to marsh and woods, said Joey. We saw something come out of the woods on all fours, and then it stood up and walked across the whole field on two legs. They estimated that the dark-furred creature was about a quarter mile to a half a mile away from where they sat, too far to observe features like its eyes, but they could clearly see that the shape was canine. The deputies both said they felt shocked by the sight of it. They shared the eerie intuition thought that the creature was something that should only appear in a dream. Yet it was broad daylight, and they were both wide awake and seeing exactly the same thing. They did return to the site to hunt that year, but found the experience unsettling. We always felt like something wasn't right, said Kevin. It made us uneasy. Not like we were going to be hurt, but not that we were safe either. Kevin's third sighting occurred in early December of 2012 as he was driving just east of Burlington in Racine County near the intersection of highways A and J. This is only a few miles north of the Bong Recreation Area and the intersection also crosses a creek from the Fox River. Browns Lake lies about five miles to the west of this spot with Eagle Lake a few miles east. 15 miles or so to the south are Powers Lake and New Munster. 
both sites of upright canid reports that I have covered in some of my previous books. In short, Kevin happened to be passing through an area near many other creature encounters and sightings. This incident occurred in daytime and the ground was bare of snow. There was a hobby farm with a few cattle on the north side of the road, he said. As he drove by a field edged by mature oak trees, he saw a dark upright creature similar to those of his previous sightings running across an open area. I'm watching it and driving as it runs on two legs, said Kevin. It was headed for an area of big oaks, but I never saw it go into them. It was like it vanished into thin air. I was watching this thing and I don't know where it went. Can these things go through dimensions? That's truly a big question. I was surprised that he had asked it at this point of the interview so early. But Kevin was truly troubled by the inability to explain how that creature had gone and instantly disappeared from sight. I mentioned that I personally have heard of both Dogman and Bigfoot either flinging themselves face down into ditches or flattening themselves onto the ground to avoid being observed by passing humans. But Kevin didn't think that this creature could have done either of those things without his having noticed. The creature wasn't close enough to the ditch, he said, and the field was too bare to hide it. The tree line that it was running alongside is at least 60 acres off the roadway, but may have been as far back as 80 acres, said Kevin. If that creature had been 80 acres away, that would have put it a half a mile off the road. The creature was slightly in front of my position when I had noticed it. I was traveling east, as was the creature. I sped up to parallel it, watching both it and the road. The wooded area has large oak trees in it, and it is fairly open, sort of like an old cow pasture. The leaves were off the tree, and the brush had died back for the year. There was good visibility in the wooded area. I made a U-turn and went back to the area, and pulled up to the shoulder and watched for anything in the woods. I saw nothing. Based on the size of the wooded area and that I was driving a car, I do not know how fast I was going, but I do know it was less than highway speed. This sighting had lasted approximately a minute or so. His fourth and final sighting of a wolf-like creature was in the spring of 2013. It didn't involve any strange vanishings, but it did occur in an area Kevin had already regarded as spooky, since it was near the sites of his second and third sightings, and close to another very credible sighting of another type of creature. The location was in far western Racine County, near Honey Lake, only a couple miles south of Honey Creek Bridge, where Kenosha County residents David and Mary Pegliaroni had a Bigfoot encounter directly in front of the headlights in 1994. Honey Lake is only eight miles northwest of the Bong Recreation Area. I was on County FF near Academy Road by Honey Lake, said Kevin, near a railroad track that runs out of Burlington. About twice a week we get calls from train engineers about kids playing on the tracks right there, but when we get there, there never are any. The phantom children have been reported by railroad personnel for many years in that spot, he said. He was driving just east of those tracks when he saw a bipedal creature running across them. It then cut into wooded area about one-fourth of a mile from where I was, said Kevin. Other than being hunched over and dark in fur color, 
I couldn't see other things like its head or arms. It was just dark. That description is a bit less definitive than those in his previous reports. But Kevin believes it was the same type of upright, unknown canine that he saw in other events. Linda has also had earlier reports of a large black mystery animal in the Bong Recreation Area, although Kevin and Joey hadn't heard of it before their sightings. In 2004, a married couple residing in Kansasville saw on separate occasions a large German Shepherd-sized completely black animal dash across the road on separate occasions. The husband saw it on State Route 142, which runs right through the park between County Highway J and State Route 75. That would have been almost exactly the spot of one of Kevin's sightings. The wife saw it five days later. Both sightings occurred after dark, and in each instant the creature was running extremely fast on all fours, and had a long tail. Both witnesses said it was possible that the creature they saw was a black panther, but they couldn't be positive. Blacker, melanistic great cats are not supposed to exist in North America, but it seems that there are plenty of things cruising around the Bong Recreation Area that are not supposed to exist. Kevin has also spotted other strange phenomena such as UFOs while making his rounds when on his late shift. He saw one directly over Dover Inn at the intersections of State Road 20 and State Road 75, about five miles north of Bong Recreation Area in 2007. It was a large, bright light that floated without making a sound and then it shot straight up into the sky. He saw another more recently one in September 27 of 2014 in the village of Waterford, hovering above a water tower. It appeared to be in formation of red dots and the light arranged in a trapezoidal shape and then moved in unison, gliding silently over the town. Kevin said he followed it and marveled that while other motorists and pedestrians were out and about, no one else seemed to be looking at it. It also eventually shot straight up and out of sight, but not before he snapped several photos of the red light, which he showed Linda. They looked just as he described. And as if that wasn't enough strangeness for two people, both Kevin and Joey have seen a huge reddish-furred creature they believed was a Bigfoot while vacationing in Michigan's Upper Peninsula in late spring of 2014. Kevin and Joey were riding ATVs as the creature crouched below high power lines as if trying to remain unnoticed by staying low and still. They have since heard wood knocks and blood-curdling screams in the same area. Kevin had in addition seen a Bigfoot several years earlier in Idaho in Benoit County and also saw another Darkford one in Michigan in June of 2015 while fishing with a friend. I visited the lake with Kevin a few months later and I can attest that the spot where the creature had stood watching him was rough and marshy place. The only way to get near that shore is to climb down a steep hill covered with treacherous boulders and then row a tiny boat across the lake. The side where the Bigfoot had stood has no trail or boat launch access at all. Thank you. 
On behalf of the Caravan of Lore, we'd like to say thank you to Linda Godfrey for the great friendship to the show and the wonderful autographed copy of the book, Monsters Among Us. Find your copy at most brick-and-mortar bookstores or visit lindagodfrey.com.